Sports Radio, combined with Harness Racing New South Wales, brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning. Welcome to On The Pace. I'm Michael Guerin, joining you for the next half an hour to talk harness racing. At a very exciting time for the industry, Australasian wide, we are going all trans-Tasman on you this week because we have the race, the race by Grins, Harness Racing's first slot race at Cambridge in New Zealand. It'll be on at 6.55 New South Wales time on Thursday night and there are four Australians in the race Racing for $900,000, making it the second richest harness race in Australasia. Behind, of course, the Miracle Mile. Stylish Memphis is there. Old Orlando is there. Mark Dan is there. And Majestic Cruiser. So a huge New South Wales component. And they have been well looked after in the barrier drawers. Stylish Memphis got barrier one. She was always going to get that because she's a mare. So the mares for this 2,200 metre race got the preferential barrier. Barrier one for her. We'll talk to trainer driver Jack Trainer shortly. Alter Orlando has barrier two and the superior gate speed. Mark Dan has five and Majestic Cruiser for Jason Grimson and Cam Hart. One on the second line. Two and a bit laps around Cambridge for 2,200 metres and $900,000. And Jack Trainer, a former New Zealander, expat New Zealander, is back in his own old, uh, old home country which, with Stylish Memphis and Majestic Cruiser. Good afternoon to you, Jack. How are you? Yeah, g'day, Mick. Um, good, good afternoon to you too. And uh, yeah, I'm really happy to be back um, in New Zealand. And believe it or not, it's um, hotter than when I left Sydney. So the weather's turned on for me as well. Mate, I saw you this morning out there at Pukekohe, which is south of Auckland, stylish Memphis. And you are also looking after Majestic Cruiser. Both horses look well, particularly stylish Memphis. There's a bit of good mirror about her. She had her ears back. She doesn't like too much attention from the boys. And she looks a horse who's ready to use barrier one on Thursday night. Yeah, um, that's right, Mick. Both horses uh, got in late last night and um, they've both settled in really well. They both drunk plenty last night and didn't leave any feed. So the good thing about, obviously, these two horses is that they've been around the block a few times and um, it's nothing for them uh, to get on a plane or a float and and do a bit of travelling, so that obviously makes my job here a lot easier, but yeah, I couldn't be happier with how both have um, settled in. Let's talk about stylish Memphis first. Barrier one, does she have the gate speed to hold the horse directly to your outside? It's like being at an angle. It's Ultra Orlando with Jack Callahan for Belinda McCarthy. Can you hold him at the start? Yeah, well, that's probably the big question, isn't it, Mick? Uh, I'll be doing my best, but um, obviously the good thing if we were at an angle, I'd say no, there'd be no way, but obviously with the different gate speeds and um, different track styles over here, it probably gives me a little bit of a chance, or definitely more of a chance than what I would if I was racing, say, at an angle, but uh, worst case scenario, if he does get across, he's not a bad one to follow, and um, I mean, even if you were three cents in a race like that, with um, looks to be so much speed and such a good quality race, it's, it's definitely a place I'd be more than comfortable being. What can you do to give her the best chance to hold up? Because obviously she drew barrier one on one of the big mares races 
about a month ago, do you put the hopple shorteners in? Do you buzz her up in the prelim? What little tricks do you have up your sleeve? Yeah, we'll try all the tricks. Um, I think we probably will put the hobble shorteners in. I, I just want to speak to Mark Jones before I confirm that. But um, she is a mare that takes a really long hobble, and um, that's probably why you don't see her use out the gate so often. Um, but something like a hobble shorteners that will just tighten up the gear uh, might just be enough to give her that little bit extra speed early. But like I said, I, I don't want to be doing anything too crazy. It's a 2,200-metre race, and I know she's got really good point-to-point speed at the end of a race, so if, if it happened to be that we were three cents, I wouldn't be worried. Mate, you are a New Zealander, so have you actually driven at Cambridge before? Yeah, I've, I've just driven uh, at one meeting, um, right in the early days of uh, my driving career, I had a couple of Crans horses up here, and I drove, I think I drove twice in two races at the track, but it's been a fair while, I can hardly even remember the track layout or the um, complex layout, to be honest, so it's pretty much going to be like going in blind again. It'll be similar to, say, Wagga or Bathurst. It's a 1,000-metre track. It seems to race a bit tighter than Wagga or Bathurst. Would that be fair to say from, from what you remember, but more importantly, what you know these days of Bathurst and Wagga? Yeah, I think so. From memory, it was quite a compact track with um, quite standard bends. And um, I do remember, and obviously still follow the New Zealand harness quite closely, so I do um, think that it is sort of a fence bias track. So hopefully that's all in our favour. And, um, yeah, I'm just happy to be here. And I know for sure that she'll handle the track. Um, she's such a nice going mare, and I've got no concerns in that regard. Majestic Cruiser is trained by your good friend Jason Grimson. Excellent horse. Brave win last time over Ultra Orlando. One on the second line doesn't sound great, but he has the option to follow you. Or Cameron Hart, who we'll speak to shortly, also has the option to get straight off the marker pegs. There's no horse outside him and get him behind Ultra Orlando. What do you think he'll do? Yeah, I'm not sure. They're probably going to be relying a bit on me there um, for how fast I can get out. But um, without knowing, and this is only my own opinion, but I, I'd say that they'd stick to the fence. I think um, it's the place to be. And he, again, like lot like Stylish Memphis, he's a very, very fast horse and He's just improved out of sight. It seems we've gone to the next level, especially over that Inter-Dominion and Miracle Mile Carnival. So, um, yeah, I'd, uh, that's up to Cameron, obviously. I, I don't have to worry about that. Hopefully he stays behind me the whole race and, and doesn't get past me. But, um, yeah, he's got really good speed as well. So it'll be interesting to see how he matches up in his first real Grand Circuit company. Are you enjoying this, this rare opportunity? It's not often new things at this level are launched in harness racing. I mean, it's a $900,000 race. It's the first running. Um, it's a slot race. There's a bit of chat and there's been quite a bit of hype and quite a bit of fun had so far. So what's it like at your age? Two years ago, many people, Jack, had never heard of you in harness racing. And here you are, barrier one in harness racing's first ever slot race in this part of the world. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really exciting and um, I'm enjoying every bit of it. Um, it's something obviously I'm really looking forward to being a part of the race and it's also a big credit to uh, um, Cambridge Club themselves and also to Harness Racing New Zealand for the way that they've promoted it. And um, Yeah, it's just something that obviously being the first of these types in Harness Racing, it's really cool to be a part of um, a historic moment and yeah, obviously also very rewarding um, from owner Wayne Higgs and trainer Mark Jones allowing me to travel with this mare like I've said before they could have easily have just got me to put her straight back on the float and send her home and, and done it all themselves so 
to him allowing me this opportunity and um, all the experience I'm gaining out of it. You know, I'm really appreciative of that and uh, it's something I'm really looking forward to and I just hope everything goes well for them. Well, mate, it cost you a win last night at, at Wagga, of all places, because the Riverina Championship races were on and they were supposed to be on Friday. They got delayed and they were on last night. And Nathan Jack sat in your hot seat behind Antonia. Did you get a chance to see her? Because she won her heat of the Riverina Championship. And, of course, you'll be on her in the big final this Saturday night. Yeah, I actually haven't. I've seen the result, and um, you wouldn't believe it. The TV, they cut off to a greyhound race over here when I was watching it at the local pub. So I haven't yet to see the replay, but... um. It was good that she won, and obviously I just had a quick look this morning and seen that she's back, seems to be back to her best and reeled off some really good sectionals. So um, luckily I can get back to Australia on Friday morning, and um, then I'll track down the Wagga on Saturday. And I'm, yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting back on her. I haven't driven her at all this season. Obviously she's clashed with stylish Memphis, so um, yeah, she's a horse that's done wonders for my career as well, and yeah, I can't wait to get the seat back behind her again. Mate, this race on Thursday night, who's the horse to beat? Is it, it seems to be self-assured, but he's got a terrible barrier draw. Yeah, it's, um, it's, that's a tough question, Mick. I, I run the race 100 different scenarios through my head and, and you find 100 different winners. It's just, um, I think that's what makes this race so exciting. And There's no doubt that self-assured is obviously the best horse in the race with the biggest credentials, but... Um, Luckily, he's got the worst barrier draw, so if he's to win, he's going to have to put in a monster effort, um, which I obviously still think he's very capable of. And you probably have to say that he is still the hardest to beat, but just with the way the barriers have all fallen, it's just turned it into a, a cracking race, and like I said, I can't wait to be a part of it. Mate, on Thursday night, you'll be going head-to-head with Jack Callahan. Actually, tomorrow at Menangle for the afternoon meeting, you team up. You're the trainer of Luke John. He will be driving for you. I'll tell you what, you... For a Tuesday afternoon at Menangle, you picked a wickedly strong up to 60 race. Yeah, I did. That's right. Um, he's a horse having his first start for me, and, and he's had a long break since um, he had his last start. I believe it was September last year. So I tried to put him in there just to try and give him a nice, easy kill first up, and it hasn't worked that way at all. But in saying that, I do really like this horse, and um, he's obviously going to strip fitter for the race. So whatever he does do tomorrow, he will improve on. But um, it's also no easy. It's not just going to be a walk in the park for him. And there's a couple of really nice ones in it. So I'd just be really happy if he's hitting the line strong tomorrow, knowing that he is going to improve. You've got one in the last tomorrow. You've got two in the last, but one who's who's the favourite, and that's Town Echo, horse formerly trained by the Duns in New Zealand, had its Menangle debut last time out. It was very, very good. One very easily in 152. Um, I think she's in for a pretty good Sydney career. Yeah, I, I really like this near. Um, she's got good speed and I just threw her in last week treating it more like a trial. She was just one run short as well and she was still good enough to win and she's done it quite effortlessly as well. So I think she's going to be a near that will run all the way through to her Saturday grade. So she's definitely one worth following and although she's drawn out wide tomorrow, I think she's still a really good live chance. Mate, you want to hear something cool, which may be slightly confusing for you. On Thursday before the race, the big slot race for 900k, the Australian horses go onto the track first. They're going to have the clerk of the course there with the Australian flag and all the hoopla, and the Australians are visitors welcomed onto the track first before the New Zealanders. You'll be leading them out, but of course you're a Kiwi. So there you go. You're going to be um, in a state of confusion. I know you only want one result from the race, but... Are you a New Zealander or an Australian these days, Jack? 
No, I think they probably should put me in the middle there. I think I might let Cameron Hart go first. Um, no, I'm definitely definitely still a Kiwi. Australia's home, but um, you don't forget where you've come from. And like I said, it's um, really good to get back and catch up with some familiar faces and um, just be around all the friendly New Zealand people. So, uh, yes, I, I didn't know that back, and you have got me a bit confused there. Yeah, no, that you'll be leading at the Australian team. So you're the captain of the Australian team, the young Australian team. We're going to talk to Jack Callahan and Cam Hart shortly, so they'll be following you around as we have the, the Australians first onto the track for the race. Jack, uh, good luck with Stylish Memphis. Um, also, you're looking after, of course, Majestic Cruiser for Jason Grimson. We hope you enjoy the experience on Thursday night. Great. Thanks very much, mate. Jack Trainer, who is looking after, he's the trainer of... Stylish Memphis. He drives who are in the race. This is the $900,000 slot race. Also competing is Jack Callahan and Cameron Hart. We'll try and get Jack. He's on the track working a horse for Belinda McCarthy, but he's not only driving on Thursday in New Zealand, he's driving this afternoon at, at Bankstown. Might get Cameron Hart first, actually. So I think Cam's on the phone with us now. Cameron, uh, good morning. How are you? Good, thanks, Nick. How are you? Mate, I'm pumped. I, I went out and saw all the horses this morning, and your horse looks good, Majestic Cruiser. He's arrived here a happy horse. He's, he's very calm, very relaxed type of a horse. And what about you? It's, you're coming to New Zealand to drive in a $900,000 race. This must be a new career highlight for you. Yeah, definitely. It's um, definitely exciting times, and, you know, just can't wait to get over there. And, and you know, it's the sort of races you want to be in, um, you know, all the best horses in. Australasia are in it and um, yeah, Jay said he's travelled over well and you know he's in a, a really good patch of form at the moment so um, hopefully he runs well. You've been to New Zealand before haven't you to compete in the Australasian Junior Drivers Championships is that correct? Yeah that's right so I had a little bit of experience um, you know over in New Zealand so um, no, looking forward to getting back over there. Alright, you caught the one on the second line now that's probably not a huge disadvantage because he's not a gate charging type of horse but you have the option to stay behind Stylish Memphis, or there's nobody outside you. You have the option to get straight onto the back of Ultra Orlando, and the stewards in New Zealand tend to be very relaxed about that sort of thing. What are you thinking? Yeah, we'll just probably see after the first 50, I guess, just to see how Stylish Memphis gets out of the gate. But, yeah, like you said, we've got plenty of options from that draw, and probably suits my guy down to the ground, really. So I'm really happy with that. You know, Do Ultra you... Orlando is probably going to come out hard so whether we pop off and track through and, and get in the running line we'll, we'll sort of weigh it up Do you think he's going to be as good on the 1000 metre tracks as he has been at Menangle? Because he's been outstanding at Menangle and hits the line hard all the time. What about the smaller track? Yeah I think he'll be fine on the smaller track we probably just rely on a little bit of tempo for him but um, you know, he, it looks like there's going to be a bit of speed off the front row and he's also a horse he's really progressing you know, he's had a couple of tougher runs as well lately and, and handled that well. So he's not just a one-trick pony. If we've got to put him in the race, we can do that as well. Well, Cam, I've got a bit of advice for you. I flew back from Sydney on Thursday. Get your PCR test, get that done. We'll get your rat test approved by your doctor. And you have to fill out a, a, a swathe of, of papers, uh, Cam, so make sure you've got them with you. Otherwise, it's going to be a very long afternoon at the airport for you. Yeah, I'm actually heading to get my test right now, so um, we'll get all that sorted to make sure we're right to go for Thursday night. All right, before then you head to Bankstown today too, so you don't have an overly strong book. Have you got one you like out of your drives at Bankstown today? 
Yeah, I don't mind Clement Sorrell. You know, he's an honest old horse and he's got a good draw. He's coming out of gate one and he was a good winner last start at Menangle and dropping back to the half mile. He, he normally likes the, the half mile track, so I think he, he's a good hope. All right, mate, are you heading back for Wagga's big night up at the old home region on Saturday night? Yeah, heading back there. So I was there for the heats last night and, you know, got the win on, on Ideal Dan. He's a really nice horse and seems to be getting better and better. So I think he'll be a top chance in the final. What did you make of him in the final? Obviously, pre-draw, Ideal Dan versus JOK, who won the other heat of the Riverina Championship last night. Yeah, we've probably got the advantage on him. Um, you know, we've been with the, the grade, you know, we should get a better draw than JOK. So... That's going to be a big advantage, and you know JOK's obviously you know proven at the highest level that he's just a, a really tough horse, so he's going to be tough to beat. But hopefully the draw advantage can um, you know play in our favour a little. Cam, what have we got you there racing tomorrow afternoon um, at at Menangle? Have you got a drive there worth worth a look? Yeah, I think my best is probably Town Echo. Um, she was really impressive first up for Jack Trainer last week, and Paris K as well. She's coming back um, first up from the Breeders Crown series for the two-year-old, so she's a pretty quality filly as well. Mate, we're looking forward to having you in New Zealand on Thursday night. Mate, travel safe. Um, enjoy the spins around Bankstown and Menangle, and yeah, good luck with the PCR test. Thanks, Mick. Cheers. That's Cameron Hart, who's having an outstanding season, but he, he heads to Cambridge for... A tricky second line barrier draw, but he does have options at the start with Majestic Cruiser. He can either try and stay on the back of Stylish Memphis, which would put him back on the marker pegs, or get straight onto the back of Alta Orlando, who we know leaves the gate very, very quickly. Um, his driver is going to be Jack Callahan, who has actually been to Cambridge before, but only to spectate. He hasn't raced there before. He's the man who may have the key to the race, and Jack, good morning. It's great to have you on the show. I'm picking you a pretty darn happy with Barrier 2. You couldn't get Barrier 1. Barrier 2 was almost perfect. Yeah, good morning, Mick. Thanks for having me on. It's definitely an ideal draw for my bike. and uh, Yeah, really looking forward to it now. It's often harder to, to, part or to get past horses you're drawn immediately next to, but yeah, are you quite confident you'll get across Stylish Memphis? Yeah, I am. Obviously, it'll be a little bit different uh, for both horses, really, coming back from an angle where the gate seems to go quite fast. Uh, you know, most thousand metre tracks, the gate moves a little bit slower, but uh, my bike does have, you know, great point-to-point speed out of the gate. So, yeah, um, yeah I am fairly confident we can get to the on anyway. I think you would have been pretty happy to see Ricky May driving Mark Dan because he's not known for the aggression of, say, someone like a Nathan Jack who got an absolute flyer with Mark Dan in the Miracle Mile. So are you confident not only crossing the one but holding those two outside to give you options later? Yeah, I, I definitely think I can hold all the outside ones. Um, I don't know whether getting Ricky May's any better for me. He's one of the best drivers in the world, so... Whether that's any disadvantage, I can't see it, but um, yeah, I'm still confident I can hold out someone. Okay, Ultra Orlando's in front after 200 in the race by Grins on Thursday night. 
What are you thinking? Because usually he's better with a sit, but he was really good at Menangle last time leading up and almost beating Majestic Cruiser. Yeah, we've definitely got plenty of options if we are left in front. Um, you know, he can lead as well. He led in, in the Dominion heat and got caught right on the line at Bathurst by Spirit of St. Louis. And we've seen what he's been able to go on and do. So he's, he is quite a good leader as well. And, you know, back to the 1,000 metre track. Um, I definitely won't be giving that advantage away to anyone. You went to Cambridge last year to watch the Harness Jewels. What, what did you make of the place? Because the Harness Jewels Day, they're, they're right in your face. It's, um, it feels like a, a race meeting where you're almost part of the action sitting in the stand. Yeah, that was a great day last year. You know, the club did a fantastic job promoting it and things like that. The, you know, All the jewels were over the shore of my old trip and um, it really seemed like it was fence dominated and up on the speed. So obviously our race is 2200, so a little bit further and probably slightly more tactical. But um, it did seem like a bit of a tight turning, a bit of a longer straight type track. So it, you know, it might be better off trying to be as close as you can. Mate, it must be cool to be going all the way to New Zealand and having blokes like Jack Trainer next to you, a horse like Mark Dan you know well. Um, obviously, Jason Grimson's going to be there, Cameron Hart. It's a, it's a real young guns of Australian harness racing taking on the Kiwis. Yeah, it is great. You know, Obviously, Cameron, Jason and Jack are three of my best mates, so it's pretty cool to all be able to get over there and you know take on New Zealand's best as well. So I'm sure we're all very thankful for the opportunity from our respective parties and you know, we'll be having a good time while we're there as well. Mate, uh, you head to Bankstown today um, for a six-race meeting. Uh, you've got a long-shot chance in the second on the car, but you've got a winning chance in the third, Black Art. Looks like a horse drawn two on the second line, at least as good as most of these, I would have thought. Yeah, it does seem that way. It was a nice winner at Young last start, and you know, um, you know, it's got a handy enough draw, two on the back line's not too bad around Bankstown. You know, won't have to use it too much early, and Hopefully we can get him in the race at some point. So, yeah, it definitely looks like it's capable of winning this race. You've got a tricky draw on the last in the car with Prosecution Witness, but it's 21.40, so at least you've got a little bit more time to get into the race. Yeah, that probably will help a little bit more. Um, you know, he's a handy enough horse. He, he's performed well on Saturday night, so, you know, coming back to Bankstown looks a touch of a dropping class in saying that. Michelle Lee Mack, um, it's a pretty handy horse on its day and looks as though it'll be getting the front because Zidane's got great gate speed and it's a stalemate that usually hands up for them. So, um, you know, we'll have to do a bit to get into the race at some point, but he's definitely good enough to win it. Mate, you head to Menangle tomorrow afternoon. You're on a horse who I've always liked as a good, honest little horse called Captain Braveheart. He's... Only one on the three occasions for Narell McCarthy, but I thought he found himself in the right race tomorrow, up against a, a decent enough horse and on Bill's last, but I thought Captain Braveheart, not a bad chance in race four tomorrow. Yeah, he was a real nice two-year-old. He went quick time as a two-year-old and won pretty handy and probably just hasn't quite developed as well as um, John and Narell would have liked, but it does seem like a... Handy enough race for him, and 
um, he should be very competitive. Mate, I know it's a big deal um, Thursday night. Obviously, you've, you've raced in a miracle mile and run second for a million dollars. How do you go about the form analysis? Because you would have seen a bit of self-assured. You've probably seen a bit of South Coast Arden, but you might not know Hot and Treacherous and some of the other local horses. Do you sort of sit down with the iPad and, and go through the websites both ways to try and work it all out? Yeah, for sure. You know, As a driver, that's your responsibility. You've got to know the form inside out and what your horse is capable of as well as all your opposition. So there you know, definitely be a lot of form going into it, coming from both sides of the Tasman and you know, even just driver tendencies, as you touched on earlier, things like that. You've got to try and catch on as quick as possible. So you know, there is a bit of work that goes into it, but when you're racing for 900000 it should be too. Well, Jack, there's a national embarrassment going on here because we're going to let the Australians go out on Thursday as a team. So the Australian four horses, because Mark Dan is classes an Australian, are going on the track together. But your team's going to be led onto the track by your good friend Jack Trainer, who's actually a New Zealander. Now, he was suggesting maybe you or Cam Hart should be the captain of the team. So maybe we need to bump into his own little middle team. He can be like the middle of the Tasman because... It just doesn't sound right having Jack train the lead in the Australian team, does it? No, that's right. He's definitely a Kiwi, and we give him plenty about that too a lot of the time. So I'm sure myself or Cameron will uh, happily fill in the shoes of team captain. And, but no, you know, as you said, we're still great mates of Jack, and it's, all, it's great that we're all over there. Mate, looking forward to having you back in New Zealand on Thursday night. Um, $900,000, Jack. Fly safe. And uh, good luck for the big week that lies ahead. Not all right. Thanks very much, mate. So the young guns of New South Wales Racing, Jack Trainer, Jack Callaghan, Cam Hart, Jason Grimson, heading to New Zealand on Thursday night. What you need to know, the market will be open shortly on tab.com.au. The race, it's called The Race by Grins, which is actually a drinks company. Uh, for $900,000, based on the Everest concept, it's heading to a million dollars next year. If you're wondering why Australia doesn't have one, they almost certainly will in two years' time. It's over 2,200 metres, and stylish Memphis, Ultra Orlando, Mark Dan, and Majestic Cruiser represent Australia, four of the nine runners against Self Assured and South Coast Arden, along with Spankham from New Zealand and Krug. So plenty of well-known horses. The other runner on the race, Hot and Treacherous, driven by Morris McKendry, one of only three New Zealand horsemen to drive over 3,000 winners. It's going to be a spectacular affair. 6.55 Australian time. We'll be talking about it more on Wednesday with Brittany Graham on the pace, myself on Thursday morning, and maybe trying to find you a winner. More details will be available on tab.com.au. There'll be some stories on harness.org.au if you want to know more about this sort of thing. 6.55, it'll be on Sky One on Thursday night. The race with the Australians invading New Zealand for the first time in a long time. They're welcomed back at Cambridge, the home of thoroughbred racing in New Zealand. More coming up on that in coming days, harness racing this afternoon out of Bankstown and we head to Menangle tomorrow. And don't forget after the heats last night, Wagga has its Riverina Championships final coming up on Saturday night. More on the pace on Wednesday, 10.30 in the morning with Brittany Graham.